the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The 50 shots? What do you think, squirrel? 50. 50 people shot. That didn't impress you. For In the month of May, the 31st is today, 347 people shot in the sewer of Chicago. That's not including the suburbs. And wasn't what was Lightfoot? Remember Lightfoot with Abbott? Remember that? That was just, what, a few days ago? There are, quote, real gun laws in Chicago. There are more people who were shot every weekend in Chicago than there are schools in Texas. It is a constant Republican trope started by the previous president. To- hey, stupid. This weekend you had 50 shot dummy with all of your ideas, with all your extra patrols, with your own. What does she have? 50 bodyguards? 50 Chicagoans shot dummy. Put the mouth of Chicago in his mouth and spew a bunch of... Wait, I heard that somewhere. Keep my wife's name out your mouth! That must be some sort of a transgender thing. I don't know what that is. What is that? You put on a suit for a few times in your life, all of a sudden you think you're a gangster? Is that what that's about? Lies and mistruths. Around 7... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now, this clip was made after the kid pointed the gun at the camera clock this morning at the corner of Clark and Hubbard while our reporter was in the middle of a live report about gun violence in Chicago a man walked up and pointed what appeared to be a. so this is the weekend all of the focus by the Democrat morons and you are morons all of the focus is on gun control none of them want to talk about the success in their own sewers the cities they've already destroyed you don't want to talk about that the holiday weekend isn't over yet, but already dozens of people have been shot, six of them fatally. Rob Sneed has reaction from neighbors and police. Disgusted. Just disgusted. Um, I, I don't know what the answer is. We pay all this money to live down here, and we can't feel safe. People- Keep voting Democrats, stupid. And here, you think it's just Chicago? 502. The holiday weekend did not, unfortunately, stop the violence in our area. Philadelphia reached 200 homicides. One of the most recent victims. That's nothing, Philly. Those are rookie numbers. You should see the, the city with big shoulders and big mafia Democrats destroying the quality of life. It sucks here. It sucks everywhere. And what happens when they get caught? John Gotti, guilty or not guilty? We find him not guilty. Hey, John Gotti, not guilty. Neither is Sussman. Another 
Democrat gangster Teflon Don. We want to ask you about some news just crossing um, now. Uh, Michael Sussman, he is the attorney for the Hillary Clinton campaign, uh, just found not guilty um, of allegations that... uh Because it's a star chamber. You see, there is no justice. There is no white knight going to come out. There is no lone ranger. Nobody's going to save you from the Democrat corruption. In fact, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And the ramifications are they get better jobs and more money and more power. Here's an idiot that for 50 years has been selling out his country. Some refer to him as president. I refer to him as the dimwit in diapers. He's going to tell you what the problem is with the economy. I have a very brief statement. First, I want to begin by congratulating you, Mr. Chairman, on your recent confirmation of a second term. By the way, this is Joe Biden, this moron political whore who now thinks he's a pimp, talking about the Fed Chairman Powell. Who's he? He's a god among you. He's the one that just made all your credit cards go up. He's the one telling you that the cure for this rabid runaway inflation through government printing and spending and debt, the cure is that you go bankrupt. And this is what your president, the dimwit in diapers, and the Democrats answer to everything, also known as a complete and total political whore, failure, rat bastard. This is what he has to say about it. Along with uh, Drs. Brannard and Cook and Jefferson, recent confirmations. And um... He sounds great, doesn't he? Sounds like a man, man in charge. Or does he sound like he's just a mortician away? Uh, I'm meeting with the chairman today and Secretary Yellen. Uh, I discuss my top priority, and that is addressing inflation and, uh, and the, in order to transition from historic recovery <clears throat> to a steady growth that works for... Wait a minute. Wasn't it his top priority last year? I could have swore it was his top priority last year, wasn't it? Road trips are going to be way more expensive this summer. We now have nine states where the average is $4.90 mm-hmm. a gallon or higher. The latest being... You know what that's called in Chicago? Four ninety, A deal. We can do more. We need Congress's help on that front, but that's going to be our priority. Hey, Brian, none of those steps really are going to address the skyrocketing costs that people have seen at the gas pump or in line at uh, the food the grocery store or what they've seen in rent prices and things that have gone up. None of those will fix things in, in, in the very short term. These are long-term issues that maybe will help down the road with some of the supply chain issues. SPR release didn't work. Didn't bring I thought Buttigieg was on the supply chain. He's on something. Isn't he going to solve it? How's he going to solve it? Maybe at one of those naked twister parties with a bunch of fellas all around. They'll come up with some good ideas. That's called a think tank in Washington. Oil and gas prices down, and we've seen a great deal of inflation that's come since then. I, I think it's great to stay out of the Fed's way, let them do their job. But none of these other things are going to have an immediate impact on inflationary prices. What is their job? You know they have a mission statement, the Fed? You know what it is? Full, full employment and calm, stable markets. How have they been doing? They've been in business for about 107 years of absolute unmitigated failure. And Joe Biden's here to tell you that will continue because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Families, excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, my plan is to address inflation. It starts with a simple proposition. Respect the Fed. Respect the Fed's independence. He <laughs> actually said it with a straight face, mainly because he doesn't know how to move his face anymore. He forgot, just like controlling his bladder. However... What he is admitting is that this is just the beginning. We're just getting started on Democrat answers. You thought you thought it was going to be a normal Democrat. I'll never forget I had a never-Trumper moron tell me, oh, he's just your normal Democrat. I said, oh, you mean like a failure? 
a political whore, a corrupt gangster member? Because that's your normal Democrat. And then there's this, the people who support the Democrats, the, the voting base. These are the kind of morons, the kind of low IQ, absolute no self-worth kind of morons like in Oak Park. When they come out and they say, hey, here's the idea. We're going to have to grade you guys separately because this is how a racist puts velvet on the cross before they burn it. This is the Klan. The Democrat Party is the Klan. They just want to help correct racism by implementing racism. But they're at the crossroads now because Oak Park River Forest is starting to waver a little bit. Looks like the vast majority of the people who graduate can't read. So instead, what they're going to do, rather than make people learn how to read, teach them the right way, they're going to make not reading normal. We're going to grade races differently. So if you happen to be of a race that's an acceptable moron, congratulations, you're an A student. Can you read the paper? Not at all. But the good news is that'll keep you voting Democrat for political whores and racists like Joe Biden and the Democrat mafia. Which I have done and will continue to do. My job as president is not to uh, nominate highly, not only nominate highly, highly qualified individuals. He doesn't know what his job is. He's never had a fracking job. He puts a suit on and goes and hits on girls that he pretends work for him in his cabinet. The real strange thing is nowadays it's girls. For that institution, but to give them the space they need to do their job. I'm not going to interfere with their critically important work. The Fed has dual responsibilities. One, full employment. Two, stable prices. Oh, he did know what it's for. You know why? They have a big thing. It's the size of a picture window. And that's what he's reading all his information from. It's called a teleprompter. And without it, this moron would be walking around Villa Scalabrini looking for rice pudding. And if you think he's the problem, you'd be wrong. Did you ever hear of a guy named Gene Spearling? Did you ever hear of him? He's a sexually frustrated old man. The only person more sexually frustrated than him is Mrs. Spearling. She's walking around Oakbrook right now with a real disgusted look on her face because she thinks orgasm is next to Pluto. These are pretty simple questions. And, you know, we appreciate you joining us, but... People just want to know what the plan is. I mean, gas prices all-time high, inflation at a 40-year high. You know what? The president just, in his piece makes the you know case what? that the economy is driving. Here, here, here's the deal. I just go through the plan, and you just pretend that I didn't say it. You just ignore but, it, and but you the, just but, ask but the, the Hey, you bald moron, Spearling. You don't have a plan. You have an excuse for failure. And excuses are like sphincters. Everyone's got one, and they all stink. The plan, but the it's plan, your show, if geez. that's what you want to do. But when I'm going through this and you just interrupt, I don't see how that's helping your viewers. Now, you could say we, that we, you we, disagree with We give you quite a bit of time plan. to explain. By the way, by the way, last, last time I was on this show... See, you, you better a- yell at these people through a teleprompter. I just want one time. A Democrat to yell at me like this. Just one time. So I could slap the taste out of his mouth. Not like, not like Will Smith. With that Phyllis Diller slap he's got, like a man slap, like a Jake LaMotta slap. Except because I was talking about the Rick Scott plan that was a, that no a, a leading support. Republican who was going to raise taxes. Right, and then you said, oh, that's not the plan. You don't have a plan to discuss on the Republican side. You have no plan. Democrats I'm here are in leadership. Plan that the president <laughs> the just House, laid the out. Senate, the White the House? The president just laid out. The president doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. And here's your plan, Spearling, with that unhappy wife of yours. Your plan is to print more money and hope that the morons who vote Democrat don't realize that they're paying more for it than in the last nine years. The good news for you, Spearling, if there's anybody dumb enough to vote for you or any other roach Democrat, they're too dumb to figure it out. You're the one putting them in bankruptcy because before today, nobody knew your name. You were just some bald freak in a park with a raincoat on. Now you're destroying my country. 312 
AM560, the answer. One thing I don't miss in Florida, I'm back in the sewer, the amount of political campaign commercials that are on. I mean, it is refreshing. It's the only time of year that politicians tell the truth when they call the other one a crooked scumbag. That's what's a little refreshing. But I just got a text from a 630-526-0010. I think this is important. Hi, Sean. I'm April with Richard Irvin's campaign. She spelled my name right and everything. Like I, like I knew her, like she was friends. You see the kind of technology you can buy with that front-running piece of garbage Ken Griffin's money? Oh, you can buy top-notch technology. Hi, Sean. I'm April with Richard Irvin's campaign for governor. He wants to learn about the issues important to you. <laughs> well, here's what they are. Turn your rotten, traitorous, corrupt ass in and tell Ken Griffin, stop driving up prostitution prices in Miami, the piece of garbage that he is. That was my reply. Do you think I will get a reply back, Squirrel Hands? I don't think so. I can't stand political whores and their pimps. George and Moni. Hey, Sean. I was uh, out Sunday, you know, uh, exercising my white privilege, working on some rental property, you know, and after all day of doing that, I come back home, you know, and I stopped at the little convenience store, picked up a six-pack of Rolling Rock, and it was cheaper than a gallon of gas. And that's the goal for Democrats, because do you think that the vast majority of Democrat voters care, care more about beer prices or gas prices? As long as beer stays affordable, <laughs> those drunken bums will be more than happy to keep voting Democrat. Thank you, George and Moni. And by the way, he means white privilege. You know, I figured out finally what they mean by that. Turns out in Oak Park River Forest, if you have white privilege, you get graded on your actual homework and reading. And if you don't, you could pretty much do jumping jacks and graduate on the honor roll. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, Rich. How are you? Listen, I have, uh, I have a couple of things. When I was watching Biden, when he was uh, talking to the people... Uh, in the Fed looks great, he was doesn't reading he? Off a, he was reading off of notes. I mean, doesn't he have any ideas of his own? He doesn't that they think. Have to write things down to ask. He's a hand puppet without the hand uh, shoved where Budigig would. He's a hand I puppet. Mean, I don't understand it. I don't understand. And the yeah. second thing I wanted to ask you is, I thought I heard something uh, when they said that raising the interest rates is going to uh, bring down inflation. Yeah, it's going to be great. Did I hear that right? Yeah, you're going to love hear it. That right? Yeah, that's their cure. And it's been their cure. And by the way, all they do is send more people into delinquency, more people into bankruptcy. It destroys anybody that isn't rich. And that's what Democrats do. And you could take a look at the ghetto utopias they rule over to learn that. But nobody seems to be able to pick up on it. So we're all going to go through it as the grading on the curve. This is what America is going to go through. You you think they're going to help? They've been trying to help you for a year. They have no idea what they're doing. But everybody knew this. Everybody knew it. And yet you still voted for it. Or at least they allowed the, the diaper-wedding moron to steal the election, which is the real case. But here, we're all in this soup together, Rich. And everybody knew what it was going to be. Everybody knew. They have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that have, it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things. And you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. <laughs> You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. By the way, I just want you to think about that. Two years ago, to fill up your car was $27. Now, if you have an SUV, it's 77 That's just your car. I mean, the, the 90 my, my girl in there paid 90 honey bunny. $90 to fill up her car. Now, that's just your car, but that's what the, the Democrat can think of. They're one-dimensional. 
Now think about all the ramifications of all of those big things that drive all the goods to places. They pay more too, and then everybody pays more. And the answer for inflation is just respect the Fed. You heard this, idiot. Leaders of the Fed have noted at this moment they have a laser focus on addressing inflation, just like I am. He's got a laser focus. It's even better than I thought, Squirrel Hands. He's laser focused. You know what that means? You're going to pay double than what it is today. You'll look back on today and think $5 a gallon, that ain't so bad. Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. Oh, I got uh, nervous getting back when to I the... heard that in the morning. I thought the aliens were getting you. And then I wanted you to tell them I'm their friend and we need some of their alien money and their alien answers on how to deal with these Marxist bastards pretending to be Democrats. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that, Sean. Anytime. Um, <laughs> you know, getting back to the uh, gun control thing, the Dems want to remove assault rifles. And personally, and he, hear me out on this one. I don't see a need for assault rifles in society. I think they belong in the military, and that's that. But that being said, if they get assault rifles banned... Stop. Did you happen to see this weekend uh, the kids that were throwing things at the police? They're very similar to the 300 kids who ran from the bean, jumped on the cars, and attacked all the people, and then went on to do shooting, even in their own crowd, when the 16-year-old got shot. Did you watch any of that? Yes, I okay. did. So now I you're did. you're at your house, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. you're on the main strip. And 300 people who mean very bad intentions, very bad intentions, running through the neighborhood. You walk out on that porch with an AK-47 like one of those new Afghanis that just inherited a country. And you just sit there yeah. on the porch. You think you're going to be safe? You will be a, a lot more safer not. than if you walk out there when you're 22. So make no mistake about it. The AK-47 isn't to go hunting. Joe Biden's right. I would never shoot an unarmed animal with a weapon. Never. But I would yeah, definitely pick off anybody that comes to harm me and my family, whether you come one at a time or a hundred at a time. That's what those guns are for. What do you think okay, of that? I agree with that. All right. I agree with that. Uh, and, you know, but, but what I was going to say is if they ban the assault rifles, that will open the gate for every gun to be banned, and it's, you know... How do you ban and it? that's not How good How do you either. ban it? I mean, I, I'm, not me. I don't know. Not me. I, I would never. You know, I don't own any guns. Just ask anybody. I don't own a gun. But uh, <laughs> I know people that own 15 AK-47s. Yeah. Right? Wow. AR-15s. I know guys that collect them. Hell, Henry Rifle. I know guys that collect that. What do you do about those guys? You know, it's like Canada. No more handguns. So now what? What do you well, go, yeah, do you go that's, door to door and get them? Or do you really, what you really do is just create a massive black market where people are going to yeah. trade in it no matter what. You know, like the 50 people that got shot today. How many of the shooters do you think went to a gun store and bought their gun? None of them. None. Human beings will not be restricted. This is what Americans knew early on. But the more these fascists try to restrict them, the more chaos it will bring. You had a Republican elected by the Tea Party, Adam Kinzinger, piece of garbage that he is, says no more rifles sold to 18-year-olds. Okay, then let's make no more 18-year-olds in the military. And by the way, let's not make these stupid idiots. By the way, and they admit it. Your brain isn't developed. Your mandula oblongata isn't even developed. Right. So now you know what? You shouldn't be able to vote either. Because if you're too right. stupid to have a gun, you're clearly too stupid to vote on a politician. I agree with all of right. it. So let's raise the age to 40, and I think you'll make the country right. all better. And in the meantime, that black market of selling guns, 
That'll do very, very well, too. There are no blanket answers for individual solutions. You want to stop crime, Teresa? You remember how they used to do it, right? They put the fracking criminals in prison. That's how they did it throughout the dawn of time. Ooh, we don't know what the answer is. You don't know what the answer is. You know how many shooters you have in that city that shot somebody this weekend? One of the, one of the 50 or 10 of the 50 who were let out 10 days ago, 5 days ago, 7 days ago? You can, bo- you can bet it's well over 30%. I think you'd be under. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. You know about Trudeau's father? Trudeau's father, a Chinese communist, not only sympathizer, but apparatchik. Oh, interwoven with the Chinese Communist Party. Trudeau is a, uh, his father, a well-known, more than a Marxist. He truly was all down with Chinese communists. He, he admired the way they were able to control their people because he liked the idea to, that that country had accepted slavery. It's just everybody who isn't in the government, just like... Unfortunately, it's becoming here in America. Trudeau did what all the other American political whores and pimps want to do. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import. You know how many guys have 400 that were like, yeah, go right ahead. I can't wait. Good for you, Trudeau. Go. Because that's where they need to keep the focus. Because if people realized for just one minute, what have you been doing? What exactly happened in Uvalde? What exactly? Where was the security guard? So what's her name? Uh, Brennan? Margaret? Is it Margaret Brennan on Face the Nation? I don't know. Her names are all fungible. She's a little bit more masculine than George Stephanopoulos, or he's a little bit more feminine than her. I can't figure it out. But one of those transgendering Sunday show freaks had on the guy who was in charge of Uvalde. We are all so sorry for what your community is going through, not just with this awful massacre, but now these painful revelations about the response. Do you know why the school district police commander was not there when the shooting began? That's the problem. All of the other stuff is a reaction of emotional morons. Why was the door open, you stupid son of a dog? And what's going to happen to the idiot that opened it? Not to mention, where was the four? You mentioned one security guard. There were four that were employed there. Where were they? What donut shop were they inhabiting? And what's the average size of their pants? And I don't just mean their inseam. I I have no idea, Margaret. I, I'm, I'm like a lot of people. We're still in the dark about that. We're still... Well, you're the boss. Hey, moron. You're the head guy. What do you mean you're in the dark? Still uh, learning of new developments that are uh, coming to light. Uh, but, uh, you know, my heart goes out to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bull dung. Here's the new development, which is an old reality. Government employees suck. They're fat and lazy, and overpaid, and useless. And there's been enough of them on the payroll to stop all of this nonsense. But yet, what again? One of you idiots made a decision to say, what's for lunch? I've read that it's also a time of anger, and that the chief of police for the school district is now under police protection. Well, Margaret, you got it wrong. It's the policeman, not the chief. Himself. Is that, is that right? Is that reflective of the feeling in the community right now? Well, 
you know, rightly so. Uh, you know, people are, are asking questions. Uh, parents lost children. Yeah, like, l- let's ask some questions. How many morons are on the government dole? And I cleaned that up. I was going to go with the T word, but I didn't. How many morons are suckling off government jobs, yet not doing a damn thing? From the security guard to the policeman who got out there and said, 45 minutes, looks like a hostage situation. What did you think? You were shooting an episode of Dirty Harry? Morons? Morons. Uh, they're devastated, and uh, it's, it's, it's just a sad uh, situation. And I think the community deserves uh, answers. Yeah, they're going to get them from uh, you, huh? I just want to clarify. I said the police commander, the police officer assigned to the school from the independent school district was not on site during... So aside from the own security, they had a police officer assigned to the school. Where was he? Arguing over who's not going to pick up the tab? In the shooting. Do you know why? I, I, I do know that we have multiple campuses here, Margaret. Oh, he was uh, busy. It's, it's perhaps he was at another campus yeah. when, when the uh, shooting started. Uh-huh. Uh, what about no, the hour I, later? I, you know, he, he could have been at another campus. He could have been eating. He could have been with his girlfriend. He could have been with Pete Silvestri in a forest preserve. He could have been anywhere. Well, I I ask you that because, you know, what's happened in your community has led to conversations in communities around the country about uh, whether there needs to be more security at schools. Yeah, let's give them more phony baloney jobs so the tabs and the tips could be bigger at the local diner. How about just some of you idiots that are already on the payroll do your actual fracking job? But why would you when the goal is never really to do your job in government? It's always to look busy. Make more money, spend more money, become more powerful. And if that doesn't work, be real good at lunch dates. On the issue of gun violence, I will say, as I've said countless times, we are not sitting around waiting to figure out what the solution looks like. You know, we're not. No, are you with Paul Pelosi getting drunk at their winery? What exactly are you doing, Nooner? Looking for a vaccine. We know what works on this. It includes, let's have an assault weapons ban. You know what an assault weapon is? Nah, judging by the way you guys rule the government, we're going to need those. I'm not ready for to give those up, and I'm certainly not going to listen to you imbeciles who've been working on these problems since Joe Biden could remember his address and could control his bladder. You know how an assault weapon was designed? It was designed for a specific purpose. <laughs> to kill a lot of human beings quickly. An assault weapon is a weapon of war. There's no place. You know, a weapon of war is tyranny. Politicians who believe they can control individuals, that's the real weapon of war. Power in the wrong hands. Imbeciles believing they're gods among men. The real war weapon is the fascism of the Democrat mafia. And the same one who is really corrupted even the judicial system, where you scumbags in the gangster government can pretty much do anything as Sussman approved today the real problem is that we've allowed these imbeciles to pretend to know something the whole time never even having a job when I first started doing hearings on the issue of what rational gun laws should be it was during a period when I was a senator shut up this is the supposedly president 
He's been working on this for five decades when he was a senator. He's been working on that. He's been working on the debt. He's been working on infrastructure, on government spending, on tranquility among society. How's it coming out? Huh? Morons? Keep voting Democrat. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. I know, I always like when the suits are here and they're circling the studio. (laughs) Waiting for me to lose the license. Keep that in mind when you come on the show, Michael on the south side. You know you got a bad mouth. Go ahead. Michael, south side. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Glad to see you made it through another very, very dangerous weekend in Chirac. I know, right? Yeah. It was uh, worse than last year. All you have but to do is stay in the house and drive safe. a bulletproof car. Go ahead. Right. Well, I hope you and your loved ones had a safe and joyful holiday. Um, and so, Sean, I say this to you with much love and respect. Um, the uh, Over the past few days, we've been inundated with, you know, coverage about what the sheriff may or may have done wrong. We've, we've heard about the prop to back the door at the school and we've heard about the um uh the gun control issue and I, I think that this is all distraction noise yeah at the end of the day at the end of the day we should be talking about the perp yeah i agree um we, or the principal did, michael right the perp or the principal what i know to me and i'm curious to know what you think to me what the reason we're here every time there's a mass shooting in some place that the country seems sympathetic as they ignore the 50 people that were shot in Chicago. This is because the country is is drift. It's a drift. There is no philosophy. There is no principle. And our rights merely exist by which political whores are in office. And I don't like that. And that's not the way America is supposed to be. So the idea that this 19-year-old moron, this 19-year-old piece of garbage, rather than sticking the gun in his own mouth, what he decided to do was make his name famous. Somehow that affects me and my grandkids and your grandkids. That's not how this a country's supposed to be run. The more we keep bringing down the conversation to the idiots, we keep grading on a curve. And before you know it, you're going to have a dementia patient running the country and some afternoon tramp as the VP. You know, it leads to bad places. Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I I wish the uh, the the 19-year-old kid had done the right thing and did himself before he did these little kids. But if if you notice, Sean, we didn't we didn't get this type of destruction when the white guy shot up the supermarket in Buffalo. All we heard was a uh, white dude shoots black people. And Michael, the biggest fear of the yeah. of the demagogues in charge, their biggest fear is that people start to think for themselves. And, ref- and refuse to be put into categories and collectives. If that ever happens in this country, the country will develop standards and it will develop principles. And it will not tolerate charlatans who have been robbing the public purse their entire lives, coming up with same old tired solutions and the same old tired arguments so that they could grab more and more control of each individual life. This country is led by morons because it's inhabited by morons. And that's the point we are at. Because the country doesn't stand for anything. People don't want to be free. They want to be comfortable in servitude. And this is something that Europeans want, and they've now sold that here on these shores. Which is why you can sell an idea that the problem in life is that some people are too good at it, and we haven't taken enough of their rewards away. 
This is where we're at. So the idea that this 19-year-old imbecile, any action he's ever committed could somehow fall back on your great-grandkids yet unborn shows you that you are living in a country without a philosophy, without a principle. It is run by the most corrupt people and the most clueless. And that's unfortunately our predicament, Michael. I hope it changes. I need it to change. But I'll never bend knee to these demagogue wannabes because I see them for the failed, old political whores and afternoon whores they are. You didn't think I could fit in another Kamala Harris hip check, but I did. Thank you, Michael. (laughs) I appreciate the call. Tim Hobston. Hoopston. Hey, Sean Thompson. It's great. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. And uh, good vibes up here in uh, corn jerker country. Ooh, uh, careful. You'll get yourself invited no, no, to no, the no. vice it's, president's it's our office. High school mascot. It's oh. our high school mascot, buddy. It's okay. It's, it's what? on the up and up. What does she look like? Does she have a, a, a camel suit on? What does your uh, high school mascot uh, look it, like? It's, it's a it's 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 a uh, an ear of corn with with eyes and and appendages. Um, and it's oh, officially the, called the Corn Jerker. The Corn Jerkers. The Hoopston area Corn Jerkers. Wow. We had a few people yeah. in Melrose Park called Corn, corn Jerkers. I think they're still unmarried. They graduate and yeah. everything. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I just, wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, just caution everybody against allowing the left to define these terms. We do that way too much, and it's really frustrating. You know, they're constantly changing the language. And, and you know, this assault weapons. Kamala Harris just asked the question, what, four or five times in a row, what's an assault weapon? And really didn't give it a definitive answer. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. We allow these people to say, you know, okay, this gun is acceptable, but this one isn't. And then if you ask the question, but they function the same. It's like a, like, just like a four-stroke engine, you know, yeah. the, 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 the car engine in your car. It has, no matter if it's a Hyundai or it's a Honda or, or a Ford or whatever, it has the same cycle. It's intake, compression, combustion, exhaust, rinse and repeat. And and uh, firearms work similarly. And so you need to ask your liberal friends when you encounter them in your circles and family reunions and whatnot to define these things because they like to just repeat and parrot things. And I just wanted your input on it. And I was Tim, I love it. I couldn't could... agree more. I mean, the whole time I was distracted thinking I'm on the phone with a corn jerker. However, I like them. Thank you very much, Tim. Please call. Like, and and by the way, you're exactly correct. But here's the thing. Think about what you said in your in your in your sentence. And you're right. But you fell for it just the way all my friends and relatives fall for it. We keep calling fascists liberal. You and I are the liberals. We just want to live life with liberty and freedom. These people who keep calling themselves liberals, these are the Nazis. These are the Fourth Reich. These are the Marxists. These are the communists. These are the Kamala Harris's. These are the Joe Biden's. These are the Democrats. They're not liberal. They're corrupt fascists. And we need to start there. And then maybe we can understand that the what we think is failure is their version of success. And that's why they love it when a school gets shot up and they ignore it when a Democrat city just goes through an average weekend. Thank you very much, Tim. Love the call. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The mind of a slave is very, very useful when a corrupt organization or entity is in power. 
In Illinois, you're used to it by now. I mean, after all, you got real gangsters. Ed Burke. Not just because he was that scoundrel in the Viagra Triangle with a pocket full of Viagra and a $30 hooker on his arm the whole time his wife was the Supreme Court Justice of Illinois, but because they got away with being an aldermatic gangster, still untried for crimes that went on for five decades, along with Mike Madigan, along with the entire Daily Moron clan. You're used to it by now. Because the judges, like the ones that are at the Table of Wisdom LLC, they're a judge by day, a crook by night. That's a star chamber. It's just like merry old England for 200 years, as King Henry and his regime of gangsters destroyed the country and ruled over people like slaves. That's what I think you're, you're, we're living now in America. After all, how else could you interpret the Sussman verdict? Not guilty. Not guilty. Who was the, uh, the homemaker, the inside trader? What was her name? Martha? I can't remember her name. You know the one. Looks like Susie Homemaker from the 50s. Whatever. Insider trading. You know why? She lied to an FBI agent. Murdoch said it was a typo. I wanted to bring on a man who's seen it all and still gets shocked by the day. He's a friend of the show since the very beginning. He's Jeff Murdoch of the Washington Times. Jeff, you've seen a lot. Hey, Sean. How are you? Very good. How would you describe this as any other thing than a star chamber? I think the way to look at it is there's a juror who talked to only a couple of reporters after the uh, verdict. And what she had said to us was that this is a case that never should have been bought brought in the first place. There's a lot more problems affecting the world than whether or not somebody lied to the FBI. And I think that pretty much sums up what we got from the jury here with that said, that they're more worried about what the case, the, the politics of the case, even though she insisted it wasn't, the fact that the case was brought, the circumstances around it, anything other than whether or not he did or did not lie to the FBI. Martha Stewart sat in prison for a year and a day because she lied to the FBI about a stock tip. That's just Martha Stewart. I could, you know, don't forget, we're from Chicago. Every guy that was involved in video game machines before it became legal and the Republicans took it over, I must know seven guys sitting in the Hooskow or have sat in the Hooskow for lying to an FBI agent. This is an open case of absolute and total misleading intentional lying. Intentional. The whole thing was a lie from the get-go. When asked about it, he said it was a typo that set him off, and he just was doing his civic duty. Isn't this, to me, I mean, I'm looking at this, this is evidence that the Clinton mafia could do whatever the hell they want to do. Well, I want to clarify one thing you had said. Earlier you had said about the typo. I want to be clear that the typo was the FBI leadership keeping Sussman's identity from the field agent. Sussman's not the one who made the typo. Right. I the FBI. Well, I mean, to me, this is collusion. I think the FBI, as you saw during the trial, covered up for Sussman, covered up for the Clintons. Oh, the FBI certainly, certainly went out of their way to protect the Clintons. And one of the things you can look at here is an F is uh, there was an email going around about how Jim Comey and Andy McCabe and everybody else in FBI leadership was quote fired up over this investigation. Not hey they were worried about this investigation. Not oh my goodness if what if these allegations are true? Instead, it sounds like they're absolutely pumped over this thing. And simultaneous with this, this is the same FBI. And you're right. I think that's the right description. Pumped up by it. And at the same time suppressing information that they had, unequivocal information on the hard drive of the crack-smoking first son. 
So how could you interpret this as anything other than the FBI isn't really a federal bureau of investigation? It might be a federal bureau of incompetence if I want to be kind, but the reality is they are an asset to the Democrat mafia. Well, we had talked about this last week. Uh, the FBI is is a train wreck at this point. It, as I said, it's it's got you know it, it's got the political taint to it. They're clearly in the bag for for the Democrats. At the same time, we've got a crisis of competence. The FBI, uh, the Buffalo shooter, was on their radar. Look at the USA Gymnastics um, uh, sex abuse scandal. How they dropped the ball in that case. Um, we, uh, there's all sorts. We had an FBI agent charged with murder here in D.C. for shooting a man on the subway. Uh, we have all kinds of issues surrounding the FBI right now, and I think that is a that should be a real concern to anybody uh, to anybody who pays attention. Well, Jeff, listen. You know, I'm I I couldn't believe what I saw over the last two years, and I don't just mean the fact that George Floyd is sober. I'm talking about the last two years. What has happened is the movement of defund the police. I've got family members who are police who 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 are the first hand first wave of exactly the ramifications of defunding the police. And if that's a move that can start unjustly, we clearly can start a movement of defund the FBI. They, I mean, what are we getting our money? We're paying for this incompetence. Are there no repercussions that we, the people of this country, can say, all right, you idiots have obviously screwed up so much so, we're going to start all over again? Well, go through the list of all of the people that were high level in the FBI, what happened to them um, that were involved in Russiagate and what happened to them. There's no, there's no, um, there was no comeuppance for any of them, you know. Uh, Jim Pogba got to walk away, got to write a book. There's a Showtime TV show about him. Andy McCabe got his pension restored. Um, it goes on and on. Nothing happened. Peter Stroke, I mean, he lost his job. Now he's, you know, there's, he, he's, he's not one for money. He's got, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Lisa Page is working for some magazine. I mean, everybody not only landed on their feet, they landed better than they did when they started um, investigating uh, the alleged Russia links to Trump. So what's next for Durham? What's next for this whole thing? Is this just more false hope, false justification for enthusiasm, rather than admitting the fact that when the Democrats are in control, there's pretty much anything goes? Well, I think with Durham, what's next is interesting, because I think after this, there's going to be calls to shut down this probe. And I think Republicans are going to be hard-pressed to defend it, given that we're over three years at best, we have a low-level FBI agent who pled guilty to doctoring evidence and got probation. By the way, when I was talking about people who lack comeuppance, his law license is back. He can now practice law. He lost <laughs> his law license for a little bit. They've restored it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just, I, how much longer until he signs a contract with CNN? <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, so that goes back to my point that um, – that with, with Durham, that that's all he's got. He's got the Denchenko indictment coming up in October. I don't really know who cares about that, to be honest with you. It's not going to get us inside the Clinton campaign. It's not going to get us inside the FBI. It's going to debunk the Steele dossier, which most people with common sense have already dismissed the Steele dossier, has a bunch of worthless allegations. So what are we going to well, you know, I, I, I'm frustrated by it because I always grew up thinking that there was 
a good side of government, and it was represented in the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And yet, through my life and what I've seen is complete and total incompetence, failure, and excuses. And, you know, if we're going to learn anything about the corruption that, and, or hope that the trajectory of the pay-to-play system of these, these politicians who have destroyed the tranquility of our nation, we're going to need a, 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 a law enforcement agency to prosecute political skullduggery. And instead, they rubber stamp it. And, you know, the focus will now be shifted on Trump. It'll now be shifted on January 6th. It'll now be shifted on suppressing resistance to the gangsterism we're so accustomed to. That's my fear, and that's what I think is the reality. Has there been any wiggle from the Trump campaign now? Ask you a question. Do you expect more to come out of the Durham probe? Are you hopeful? I mean, you've looked at this for three years. I'm just curious where you stand on the Durham probe. So you hear me, right? You could see that I am disgusted and obviously aware of the gangster government. But yeah, there was a small piece of me that thought, okay, this is beyond the shadow of a doubt. I felt that way with Hillary Clinton for years. I found her to be uh, uh, devious and, and corrupt since Whitewater. I still couldn't believe to the rank she rose after Whitewater. I thought that was, that should have destroyed the, and, and derailed the, the Clintons before he was able to molest the intern. But, you know, once again, I keep thinking there is, there is a law enforcement agency, there is a right and wrong, and that ultimately in the government are adults, when the reality is they're all just looking for a cushy payoff. And uh, I think I'm still going to be optimistic. And the next time. But nothing seems to happen, even in the face of my optimism. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And that's something I think we should pay attention to with the Durham probe. Democrats, this is a stunning failure for Durham. This absolutely, it's an embarrassment for for John Durham. And I think we're going to see Democrats start to push to shut this probe down. And I think a lot of Republicans out there feel the way you do. Three years, nothing's really come of this. I don't see a lot of pushback for from Republicans on this. I think we're going to start seeing, I think Democrats are really going to bang the drum to shut this down after Denchenko, and I don't think there's going to be any pushback from Republicans, because what have Republicans really gotten out of this? And, you know, the reason I was optimistic, I'm going to tell you this, Jeff, is the reason I was optimistic is I thought to myself, how in the world could our government, law enforcement agencies, Allow Joe Biden to to, to, to to be in this office, being who he is, being $31 million from the Chinese government, uh, pretending his son is some financial renaissance man, being a, a bag man for Ukraine, being a bag man for every oligarch system. And it's more than just uh, Ukraine and China and Russia. They've been making tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Since since Joe Biden was a senator and Hunter Biden was a student, isn't there any agency that's going to look into the political corruption that unfortunately has taken the Chicago model and ran it coast to coast? What you're going to need to look into any Hunter Biden allegations is you're going to need another special counsel. And after three years of Mueller, three years of Durham, I wonder what the public's appetite is for another special counsel. Uh, if Republicans house which i think they will in the midterms they will launch investigations into uh the biden family but those those investigations are going to be dismissed as partisan politics what you do need is somebody independent but i just don't think the american people have an appetite for another special counsel after six years of two different special counsels. no i agree with you jeff and you know jeff the whole time um that trump was in office 
the Clinton Foundation that was all the rage when when Barack Obama was in power because it was a bribery scheme, right? It's where they pretended that he was giving five hundred thousand dollar speeches. It just went away. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, there's got to be an FBI agent. That's sick of getting his hair cut and wants to do some investigation and look into the scandal of the donor class and exactly how they own our government and exactly the pay-to-play scheme, and none of it happened. And now you're in this system where they wore you out through attrition. And I agree with you. I think people are lost their appetite, and I think people are just beaten down. Unfortunately, that's what happens to a, a slave mindset. And now you start to lose hope. When the reality is, I always feel that justice has to win in in the end. After all, I believed all those stories. But when you look at the upper echelon of our government, is there anybody not in on it anymore? Well, back to your point about the FBI agent getting his haircut who wants to do justice. One of the things we did learn in the Sussman trial is the way in which the FBI, the top brass, the McCabe's and the Comey's, frustrated and undermined FBI agents trying to investigate the Alpha Bank allegations that Sussman brought. They kept Sussman's identity from them. They told them that the justice that this was based on a referral from the Justice Department, not from um, a a outside source with political ties. And that makes you wonder, even if there is somebody out there with that mentality, that crusading superhero mentality. How far are they going to get when you have leadership scuttling their efforts like they did in this case, which even with their um, FBI's frustrating the field agents, they still concluded the allegations were meritless within four months. What is the feel in the D.C. press corps? I mean, you know, after all, these are even though they're partisan for, for the most part, they're smart people. This to me is a scandal anybody could see. Is there an awareness and a and a a. Uh, a veiled pride for the people who are hardcore Democrats, or is there a disgust of how obvious this looks? I, it's hard to say. You, you talk to people, and I think they're on both. I, I, I think both feelings are there. It really depends on who you talk to and, and how they see it. Um, I, I would say it's honestly kind of split between the two. That's good. That's good, because if you were one of those on the fence leaning towards, oh, okay, I think, I'm a, I think I like the Democrats a little bit, this to me is something that could maybe say, you know, it, it really is a shame that they were able to pull this off, this kind of fraud, and get away with it. So maybe there'll be some conscientious kind of left, or thinking they're left-leaning, realizing that it really is an organized crime. That coupled with the economic failure that I think is astonishing that they're able to pull off and when questioned about it. What's the feel in the press corps about the absolute and total economic failure of the Biden administration? Well, we're starting to see it turn a little bit. You know, we, we saw the press corps sort of support their narrative that inflation is transitory. And, you know, now we're starting to see more and more articles. I've seen um, a couple, I won't mention outlets by news, but a couple of left-leaning outlets um, be very critical of the last month's jobs report, which was, mixed at best <clears throat> excuse me um so i do see it changing i think another way in which you see it changing is if you look at all the left ceos out there uh and the world corporations who have somewhat turned against biden and are criticizing this administration um for, for their economic policies so i do think in that area you are starting to see a shift see that's why i'm waiting for your next article you know how i like to name these things and yet you never take me up on my suggestions being rich in america is expensive being socialist in America is more expensive? Too long? 
I think that's a great headline. All right. Well, you go ahead and run with that free of charge because you know what? You're a friend of the show. You have been since the beginning. He's Jeff Mordock with the Washington Times. You keep it up because you're what keeps me optimistic. All right? Thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. You have a great evening. You too. We'll be back after this. AM 560. The answer. Much better time in America. Tolerate this stupidity. This is by far the dumbest, the dumbest time in America. The idea that people would put this moron. And they showed me a, 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 a x-ray. He said a 22 caliber bullet will lodge in the lung. And we can probably get it out. Maybe able to get it and save the life. A 9 millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. You fracking what an absolute and total idiot. The only thing saving him is that this is the vice president. No place in a civil society. You know how an assault weapon was designed? It was designed for a specific purpose. You idiot. The assault weapon is the Democrat mafia. So somewhere in there, I must have given Pete two times, also known as Kevin from Austin, Texas, some sense of misdirection. Get the papers, get the papers. Sean, you know what I, you know what I like listening to? Because it's great. Best show on radio. No, it's because of who you are. You know, oh. It's because it's great. But it's because you love. You grew up on the West Side. I grew up on the West Side, and you love Chicago. You love Oak Park, all that, t- or, or Elmwood Park. And when you grew up, you you loved it. It was great. People took care of each other. I still other. love it. And I'm even just though disgusted by it. And you're disgusted by it, but you love it, don't you? You love yeah. Chicago. You're disgusted by it. I just it. got pulled and over even today. Though you moved out, I just got pulled over on my way moved, to the show. And this young even kid. Though you moved, I'm going to tell you a story. Don't worry. I'll let you talk. And right, this, ahead, this young kid gets out, you know. And he's young. He's young. He's got the beard. And he looks like one of those guys from uh, from Chips. You know, he had the glasses on. And I'm thinking to myself, this is a guy that always wanted to be a cop. Young kid comes up to the car. And he's like, you know why I pulled you over? I said, ah, I could think about 42 reasons, but uh, I'll explain them all when I pull out my driver's license and I give him my driver. He turns out to be the nicest kid in the world, River Grove finest, you know. And uh, he's like, look, you know, just take your time, you know, get where you're going and all that nonsense. And I said, thank you very much, buddy. And by the way, move to Florida because you're going to be much safer and you're going to be much more appreciated. He goes, you know, I always wanted to. So I gave him my car. And that's how you get another client and you set the kids straight. But go ahead. Sure. So you look, and you move to Florida, but yeah. you still love Chicago. You do your show from Florida, yeah. but you still want to. You you still hope that Chicago changes. Oh, if it turns around, I'm back. That. If it turned around, oh, yeah. and, and it was the Chicago we grew up in, I would have never moved. Yeah, yeah. And the but guy I won't be disrespected. Hope. I love the fact that you got involved in uh, Genie Eyes campaign. You want to get going, and I know it's frustrating, and you want to say screw it at this point, but I hope you encourage people to get involved because Here's this is why. the best time ever. This when is the you're best in a Democrat ever. area, you're among the biggest roaches in the world. The Democrat voter is truly a low for- form of humanity, and they destroy everything they touch. And that's why the city of Chicago, 50, eh, that ain't so bad. It was a three-day weekend. That's exactly how they think. The 50 people who got shot, they're fungible. They're irrelevant. And that's the why people, they don't get the, the people- attention. And that's a problem. And the people bro. that listen to you love Chicago just as much, and they want it to change too. Oh, I and so. I hope they get involved like you got involved in GDI's campaign. Yeah. And you keep that momentum going. Yeah, but then I'm sitting here when I got to listen to a piece of garbage like Richard Irvin pretend to be a Republican. 
And the odds are they're spending Ken Griffin's money. I got a text message. I read it to you. They like they know me. They 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 got all the money in the world from another corrupt political whore. They're going to float this piece of garbage, Richard Irvin, as anything other than what he is, a piece of garbage. And there's a high probability these morons in Illinois will accept it. What's that? He's only getting like 25% in the polls right now. He shouldn't get 2.5%. No, he shouldn't get any. And that's why people get involved and get them out. Who's going to save us? Those same people, we got to remind them, put your cell phone in the back seat so you don't forget your baby? Listen to the show and get involved. Well, just just remember who you're dealing with, Kevin. You're dealing with people in Illinois. Hey, put your cell phone. In the back seat so you don't forget your baby, you moron. And the, and the problem with guns, the, the, you're going to stop good people from buying guns? What about people from, from like this? What about people like this who are getting paid by the state, by the county, by the federal government? In her final moments of life, her mother says she shouted, Mama, stop. Today, that mother of an 8-year-old girl from Chicago's uptown neighborhood is charged with her murder. As CBS 2's Chris Tide tells us, police say they have a confession and some chilling details captured on tape. It's bedtime, Tuesday night, the 24th, in what neighbors call a normally quiet apartment 1A here in uptown. 38-year-old Andrea Hagler and her 8-year-old daughter Amaria Osby begin saying prayers when it happened. The mom told police she felt it was their time to go because they were both born on the 24th. And she felt her daughter didn't love her anymore and she loved her dad more. Hagler says she drank bleach and her daughter didn't drink any. Moments later, she then smothered her daughter with a plastic bag. So am I supposed to worry about universal health care? How about food? You got enough food, scumbag? What else you need? You want a cell phone? What do you need to be a normal, decent human being? Because you're not one. This is the problem in society. This right here. Not guns, not gun licenses or gun laws. None of it is going to stop any scumbag that shot the 50 people. None of it. And as far as incentivizing, guess what New York, another Democrat sewer, is doing to help things? The city opens two supervised drug injection sites in hopes of reducing overdose deaths. Good evening once again. What what, what was that? They're going to have the government help drug addict scumbags so that they inject themselves properly. I'm Maurice Dubois. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Christine Johnson. Those overdose overdose prevention sites are up and running in Manhattan today, allowing users to inject drugs under medical supervision. CBS 2's Jesse Mitchell explains these are the first facilities of their kind in the nation to officially open. Three weeks ago, I reported the city was still weighing community buy-in and the federal legality of overdose prevention sites. You see what you're doing here, don't you? You reward and normalize scum. They become the weapons that are used against the people who are decent, good people. And to fund all of these scum, you must restrain the good. See, this is the game that the Democrat mafia has mastered. They've mastered it. And we're caught up in this Rube Goldberg system of some sort of equality. There are people in this world that are never going to be equal. That's the beauty of it, too. Now, can they strive to be better? Yes. That's what history proves. You know when everybody talks about when Chicago was great? Because you didn't pay people to be scum. That's the difference. Since the 60s, we've been paying people to be scum. And guess how it turns out? Ultimate decision came down to saving lives. People talk about people should recover, people should stop using drugs. If they don't live, 
then they don't get the opportunity. There, 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 there's a philosopher of the, of the new modern era of the Democrat Party. But they've done the actions to kill themselves. No, no, no. We're going to revive them. And we're going to keep giving them drug money. And all their costs, don't worry about it. We got it. Well, you know how it turns out? Let's look to L.A. After all, that's the experiment of scum. You've destroyed possibly the most beautiful state the country has. And what happens with all of the welfare and all of the money for all of the homeless? Tonight, a CBS2 exclusive investigation, food meant for the homeless being tossed in the trash instead of given to those who need it. And CBS2's David Goldstein joins us now with the stunning video, something else. Yeah, Pat, we found cases of it day after day. Our hidden cameras caught workers from the public agency whose job it is to help the homeless actually throwing cases of food in the dumpster instead of delivering it to those who need. More money, more money, more money. Just keep throwing it away. We have you, sir, on hidden camera throwing food in a dumpster. Why would you do that? That's what we wanted to know. Our hidden cameras caught employees with the L.A. Homeless Services Authority throwing cases of taxpayer-funded food right into the dumpster. Food that's supposed to go to the homeless now going in the trash. And if these roaches could keep their jobs for 20 years, they get a phony baloney pension, too. And what about the people? They're incentivized to be on drugs. They're incentivized to be homeless. They're incentivized to be on welfare. And they're nurtured in their insanity. And then when they murder their own kids because they have the same birthday and thinks they love their daddy more than their mommy, they become more weapons and we get more money into mental health rather than separate them from society. That's what needs to be done. And until you put the bad people away and stop incentivizing them, you're going to get more bad. But here's an idea. Oak Park River Forest has it all. They have all the answers because they're the true racists the whole time pretending to be Marxists. And just when you uh, don't want people to feel bad about being incompetent, being morons, underachievers, don't incentivize them to be good. Reward them. Make them feel normal. And grade people on race. You want to know who the real racist is? It's the Democrat mafia who looks at an entire group of people and says, ah, don't worry about it. We got you. You're just as good as everyone else. And in the meantime, all they want is that power to tear everybody down. In the name of what? It's not success. It's not achievement. It's failure and control. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Is this... Chips? I was going to go with the fall guy. Did you ever see the fall guy with Lee Majors? Oh, Lee Majors, brother. You want to feel good about yourself? Watch some Lee Majors. And the $6 million man, when that came out, my mother would whistle. I'd have to come run. I loved that. That was a good time in America before all this chaos. Craig and Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Um, yeah, you're welcome. You know, this thing with the um, with the uh, uh, ruling on... Uh, on Sussman? Uh, what's that? Sussman. Okay. Listen, our country... Is absolutely got shot. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Man, I'm glad you know you've got like uh, some uh, positive thinking going there. It's good. But I want you to know that people out there, those of us who have been listening to this stuff and kind of like following like uh, Trump and all that, we realize that we're worse than a third world country. We are so bad. I mean, we are scumbags. This country is scumbags. Yeah. This FBI and it is. It is. It is. And the reason why I say say that is because. 
Like you go to like Red China or something like that. Those people know the government is all the government is honest about it. That they're that they're they're honest about their corruption. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to a certain point, you're right. And here's the thing that gets disgusting, and here's the thing that gets difficult: these scandals that we talk about, Craig. These scandals that I talked about yesterday with with uh, uh, Soros or the other last week, excuse me. When you explain exactly why he's putting his money where he's putting it, he's playing the collapse card. This is something that if you had a Federal Bureau of Investigation, they would be involved in it. The idea that the Chinese government has bribed Joe Biden and his campaign, and nobody wants to talk about that, and they had the hard drive evidence for two years, and when asked about it, they said, ah, we lost it, like some Mayberry corrupt police department. That's a problem, brother. But that doesn't mean it has to be like that always, Craig, because the reality is you stop funding them. See, we're the people. Convention of the states is real. 26 states are suing the Biden administration. It's hard. What I want to convey to you is I don't know if I can do it. Not everybody in this country is like Illinois. Not everybody's like a Chicago Democrat. Most people understand how corrupt it is. And they're coming together to push back against the most obvious political whore to ever hold the office. Joe, Robinette, my socks are wet. I can't figure out why and who that strange blonde woman is in the other room. And why she won't give me my rice pudding, the dementia patient pretending to be president, is not accepted in most places in this country. Only Democrat strongholds. Roger, you got about 30 seconds. No problem. Yeah, you said a shooting at 111th and Pulaski and good old Mount Greenwood. Yeah. And uh, it just went down like 15 minutes ago. I think that possibly, that don't mis- I don't want to misquote me, that might have been an off-duty fireman. There's, but I do happen to know there's a lot of Cook County judges, a lot of mostly white female Cook County judges that live in the area. Maybe they'll sort this out for us. Oh, yeah. Yes, if it's, <laughs> it's a white suburban woman to the rescue, you'll all end up like Cook County. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Government has a very simple duty to the people. Very simple. Enforce the law and keep them safe. Over the last two years, for certain, government has decided to protect the predator and victimize victims. This is what the Democrat mafia is all about. This is why these cities are in turmoil under their rule regimes. This is why the mass exodus of Democrat strongholds doesn't matter. They're going to double down on stupid. You could tell that by the election or the acceptance of the election results of the Biden administration. So what does the idiot do with his executive orders? He weakens America at each and every one. His last one for the George Floyd celebrating his 24 years of sobriety didn't do anything to the country, but it did to the police. It put handcuffs on the police. 24 months of sobriety. Um, It put handcuffs on the police and ensured that we will wallow in our own Democrat scandal and failure of these Democrat strongholds. I wanted to bring on Zach Smith of the Heritage Foundation to discuss what exactly Biden's executive order, what will the fallout be? Zach, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? 
Of course. Thanks so much for having me on, John. I really appreciate it. So when he advocated for the George Floyd bill, I thought, okay, he's not going to prosecute counterfeiting until above $50 because George liked to spread the bad 20s around. Or um, he's going to do some sort of minimum sentencing for walking around on meth and uh, screaming and yelling at people. Or maybe the when he held up the pregnant woman and there was going to be some sort of acceptance of that. What exactly is in the executive order by the Biden regime? Well, look, you know, there was a push last year to get the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act passed. It failed, rightfully so, because the bill was a very flawed bill. It had a lot of problems in it. And so because Congress could not pass this legislation, Biden has said essentially he's going to move out and implement many of these same policies on his own by executive order. And they're very problematic. Uh, Essentially, it's seeking to tie grant funds to state and local police departments to many of the flawed policies in this order. Uh, It has things that sound okay, like increasing transparency and reporting requirements for officers. But the proof is in the details. How are those going to be implemented? In some cases, it's going to create unfunded mandates for police departments. It's going to create uh, problems if police officers are put on a list at the federal level. You know, they could have been inaccurately put on the list. They could be falsely accused of things. Uh, And we really need to see what kind of due process protections those officers are going to be afforded. And we can go on and on. But essentially, even if Biden isn't directly defunding the police, this order certainly has the effect of demoralizing the police by really taking the focus away from where it should be, by taking the focus away from empowering officers on the street to do their jobs and protect the communities they serve. Zach, you really alluded to something that's really even a bigger problem, if you don't mind me chiming in. The executive order that he put forward was a bill that could not pass in a republic. So in a republic where the people, the Congress, closest to the people, they could not pass this bill. So Joe Biden took it amongst himself upon his own shoulders through an executive order and the misuse of an executive order to tie this kind of spending, this kind of money to a, a, a bill that I find to be outrageous. And what it's going to do is knuckle under police departments so they will not get their money, if I hear you correctly, they will not get their money unless they abide by some of the misgivings in, the, in a bill that could not pass in Congress. Isn't that really a bigger problem than whatever minutia is in the executive order, the idea that a president could circumvent a republic and just enact any kind of nonsense he wants? A hundred percent, Sean. And unfortunately, this is the only area where we've seen the Biden administration essentially encouraging or enacting lawlessness, basically taking the law into their own hands. But look, to show what a problematic you know, policies this bill pushes, Look at what it contains. Essentially, the Biden administration, in this executive order, has said it's going to tie grant funding to state and local police departments to implementing best practices for hiring and retention of officers. Well, here's the problem. They say that officers, our our candidates, uh, should not promote hateful ideas, including anything that could be um, considered to be homophobic or transphobic. And the way the order is written if you believe in traditional marriage or if you believe in the biological fact that there are only two genders, well, then guess what? The Biden administration has once you in with someone who promotes white supremacy, someone who promotes violence. And that, to me, certainly is not a recipe for recruiting or retaining the best folks to be police officers. It's absurd. It's dangerous. And again, it just shows how far left-leaning uh, 
the Biden administration really is in their policies. You know, the other thing I, I'm interested in you, you spent several years in a, as an assistant United States attorney in the Northern District of Florida. I moved to Florida a year and a half ago. It's such a different feeling among the people because in Florida, the district attorney prosecutes criminals. They're very open about their hatred of criminals and lawbreakers. Yet here where I'm originally from and where I'm visiting now, Chicago, Illinois, the um, the attorneys, the district attorneys, the prosecutors, always side right. with the criminal. It is not uncommon for uh, uh, shooters and carjackers and the rest of them to be out on bail hours before they murdered somebody or hours before they beat somebody senseless. How can you solve anything right. if the if the law enforcement refuses to actually enforce the law? I mean, aren't we all just chasing our tail until everyone can move to Florida? Well, first of all, welcome to Florida, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> Free state of Florida. Thank you. Uh, but look, this is something that my colleague, Cully Simpson, and I have written about extensively. These rogue prosecutors who were essentially backed by a few left mini billionaires were refusing to do their jobs and enforce the laws on the books. And so this is also another way that the men and women of law enforcement have been hamstrung, essentially. You know, many of these rogue prosecutors like to point the finger and say, you know what, police aren't making arrests for these crimes, like uh, simple possession uh, of narcotics, prostitution, theft below a certain amount. Well, guess what? Why would police officers waste their limited time and resources arresting for crimes where the district attorney has said, we're not going to seek bail for someone, even if you arrest them. And if you arrest them, we're not going to prosecute them. So essentially, they are wasting their time making arrests for crime that the DA is, is not going to prosecute and isn't even going to hold someone in jail for any period of time. And so really, again, what we need, Sean, is a commitment to the men and women of law enforcement that everyone else in the process will do their jobs, back them up, and provide them the resources they need to keep our community safe. Or, Zach, an admission that we are, in fact, a third-world banana republic where if you have enough political sway, you can run a cartel, you can run a street gang, and you can be very, very successful, as Pablo Escobar showed in Colombia, where the reality is if you're good enough at being an absolute scumbag, you can rule a community. Because I'm broadcasting from the sewer of Chicago where Kim Fox, who I affectionately refer to as Peanut Head, has destroyed the continuity and the idea that law is the honest man's shield versus the crooked politician's spear. And the Illinoisans and the Chicagoans get used to it. Isn't that really the problem with living in a third world banana republic? Is that you as a citizen accept the certain kind of corruption that normally would be frowned upon in a free country built on the rule of law? And what are the good lawyers and good state's attorney going to do to to straighten out the corrupt mafia apparatchiks like Kim Fox and the other Democrat prosecutors? Well, the problem with these rogue prosecutors not doing their jobs, not enforcing the law, you're exactly right, Sean. It promotes a culture of lawlessness, really from, from you know, branch to root. And that's a fundamental problem here. People think that they can commit crimes and get away with it. And so I think we're starting to see the good citizens of places like San Francisco, like Los Angeles, which are by no means conservative bastions, really saying enough is enough. And George Gaston in L.A., he's facing a potential recall. Chase Boudin in San Francisco, uh, who is the son of Weather Underground members, uh, he is <laughs> facing a recall election in 
uh, next week, in fact, June 7th. And so even in places like San Francisco and L.A., the citizens are realizing you have to have a DA, you have to have law enforcement officers who are going to enforce the laws and keep communities safe. We have Obama's friend, Bill Ayers, in Chicago. You know, he's a god here. He's a god here. And there's a restaurant that I used to go to. I didn't realize uh, how many communists went there. It's called Manny's. It's wonderful corned beef in the sewer of Chicago. And they go there with their, with their Saul Alinsky, real hardcore communists and Marxists, and they have these meetings every day. And the problem I always had is we are entertaining sedition. We have been entertaining sedition. And this government, by ignoring and weaponizing law, is in direct violation of the very oaths these politicians pretend to swear. So can we do this? Can we just, uh, and you could spread the word among Republicans, let's stop reading those oaths of office because they don't mean jack in a corrupt America. And until we get good Republicans that want to trench and get come together and have a convention of the states and say, if you're not going to straighten your act out, we're going to secede. How do you really fix it, Zach? I'm frustrated because I always thought that socialism, the Fourth Reich, Marxism, and fascism we're accustomed to was illegal in America. Well, look, Sean, law and order should not be a Republican or Democratic issue. This should be one of the few areas where there should be and has traditionally been bipartisan consensus. But the problem is, you're absolutely right. Some of these Marxist ideas are taking hold. The idea that our criminal justice system is systemically racist, it's not. Uh, But this idea is being foisted upon citizens. And until citizens realize the dangerous ideologies underpinning the policies of many of these rogue prosecutors, until they begin realizing the consequences of the policies these rogue prosecutors are implementing, I think, unfortunately, things are likely to get worse before they get better. Zach, as a fellow Floridian, I just want to get your opinion on something. Where is the average age older at the the villages, also the the largest swinger population among the elderly, uh, in Orlando or Washington, D.C., proving only the good die young? I mean, how old are these son of a dogs that are ruining my country on average, Zach? Well, look, I think many have been in office for many, many years, longer than, frankly, I have been alive. Uh, But look, the problem is, Sean, their ideas. They're buying into these left-wing radical ideas that are just bad for our country, that undermine law and order. And here's the thing, Sean, many of these politicians, they have taxpayer-funded 24-7 security, something that the average man or woman on the street does not have. Something that supports why we need our Second Amendment rights and we need police officers who are are empowered to do their jobs and prosecutors who will do their jobs and hold criminals accountable for the crimes they commit. All right. In California, Paul Pelosi got a DUI. Uh, Did he actually run into a squad car to get the DUI? And are you shocked by the (laughs) 81-year-old vineyard owner, this really the second most powerful man in America as he's married to the drunk dimwit Nancy Pelosi? Are you shocked that he got a DUI, and what are the chances he gets prosecuted? Well, look, everyone is innocent until proven guilty, even Paul Pelosi. Uh, It's a time-honored tradition in our legal system. Uh, But look, I hope he will be treated no differently than anyone else. He should be treated no differently than anyone else. And I really think it's incumbent on the prosecutor handling his case to make sure that he is treated 
no differently yeah. than anyone else. Well, if I had my choice, I want the SEC to go after the Pelosi's for insider trading because they've made a mockery out of uh, uh, Warren Buffet's record. They're the most successful traders in stock market history. But listen. Guys like you make me feel optimistic. Zach Smith, thank you so much for all you do at the Heritage Foundation. Please keep it up, and I appreciate you for what you do. Of course. Thanks for having me on, Sean. I really appreciate it. Take care. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. So CNN has on here, longtime gun owner gives up AR-15 after Uvalde massacre. Good. See, that's the thing. Convince people one by one. That should be the motto of America. You don't force anybody. Listen, you don't want to have a gun? Don't have a gun? Fine. Good for you. Bully for you. But in a country based on rights, you don't get to take somebody's way because you have an idea. But isn't that what we're really arguing? You have an idea of how I am supposed to act, of what I am. Therefore, I'm indicted. I'm guilty. I'm convicted. And you're my overlord. I didn't do anything to lose the right for me to have any fracking gun I want to have. I like having guns. I like having knives. Right now, I got brass knuckles. You ever see them, kid? Phenomenal. Look at this. I punch you in the forehead with this. We straighten everything out. I like doing that. I may never need it. And if I do, and I'm against the law, arrest me and take me to jail. Because freedom is scary. Freedom is scary. People should be free. Be free to do good, and when you do bad, you're punished. That's not what the mafia wants. See, the mafia doesn't mind if you do bad, as long as you do bad under their idea of bad. Then it's okay. Then you could do bad. But see, I want the America I'm promised. Somebody doesn't get to take my rights away. Some kid, some low-life piece of garbage, his actions mean nothing to me. Some racist actions mean nothing to me. For instance, Oak Park High School. The idea... That anybody would look at somebody of a certain race and say, oh, no, 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 no. You're not good enough to compete with these guys. You need your own separate schematic because, after all, you're Asian, you're Latinx, you're white, you're black. The idea that government gets to segregate, separate people, reward some, take away from others, that's not American. And it doesn't have to do with just guns. The idea that we are here in the year 2022, hoping and wishing our government doesn't point at us and decide you're next, your industry, your business, your race, your sex, your kid. That's living under tyranny. That's the exact opposite of what this country is supposed to live in. And the idea that we just sit by and we're believing the people who have lied to us for decades, lecture us on things that they know nothing about. And then, of course, there is climate change, which is a very real threat to our national security. How so, dimwit? How so, dummy? Because your predictions that you and fat-ass Al Gore and his handsome, masculine wife, Tipper, have been making for 30 years have been wrong. In fact, everything you do is wrong, except going to lunch with Willie Brown. That got you where you are. Of course, it got you calluses on your knees, but... It got you where you are, you dirty. All right. Jack, Whiting, Indiana. Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Uh, you were talking about uh, we need to elect um, <clears throat> really good, strong Republicans. 
whatever happened to Dan Crenshaw, the guy with the, the eye patch? I thought he was going to be a thorn in their side. He's in Texas. I, he is a thorn. They yeah. just had him on. They can squash you individually, brother. Yeah, did they get to him and find out something of his No, they just, segre- they just segregate you. They choke you off from the money because this is the one thing that Republicans avoid. The GOP has the same bank as the DNC. Mitch McConnell, it's, it's, it's the same nonsense. He's as corrupt as Joe Biden. Paul Ryan, who was the Speaker of the House, who disappeared into anonymity, he's behind the scenes now. He's a kingmaker. He's a lobbyist oligarch. He's on the board of Fox News. He didn't go to jail for what you and I would have went to jail. If you, what to, you're in Whiting, Indiana, right? So you go to the mayor yeah. of Whiting, Indiana. You bring him a sack of cash. You say, look, I want my cousin. He's a Democrat. Yeah. Well, they're just, just politically corrupt. I want a contract. Yeah. I got a cleaning facility. I got a cleaning business. I'm going to give you $15,000. You give me a contract for 150000 I clean, clean the village hall. I give you 30000 a year, and you have your people clean it, and I sit on my ass and get drunk. And we do this every yeah. year, and our budget goes up. You go to jail. Paul Ryan gets on the board of Fox News. That's what the kind of nonsense he did. He did the exact same. How did he get rich? Paul Ryan lives in his, on an estate with a gate around it. Paul Ryan, he had one job outside of government, driving the Wienermobile. You can't make that up. Driving the Wienermobile. How is he worth millions of dollars? Because he's just as crooked as Nancy Pelosi. They're all the same. We need to audit them. Of course. So don't hold put your hopes on one guy because he's one guy. Whether he's a prince among men, what's your number to keep your mouth shut? How, what do you have to be? What committee do you want to be on? We'll buy you yep. off. It's cheap to buy off a political whore. They just got to get to an uncomfortable payoff. number because the country destroyed the principles of it. The idea that we're in a country that allows Congress people to profit from their decisions, there's the problem, brother. And if you can't straighten that out, then the names are just different. Nothing else. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate All right. It. Thank you. Ron Velpo. Got a lot of Indiana guys. Hi, Ron. Hey, Hey, John. Uh, when I was when I went to the police academy in Indiana, the first thing they said was, "Do not take federal funds because <laughs> you take federal funds, they will tell you what to do, yep. and they will own you." Yep. And the second thing, I sat, I had dinner with the police uh, with a FBI agent. He said, "The worst two counties in the United States to prosecute a case: Cook County, Illinois, Lake County, Indiana." Yeah, and that's a shame, and that's a shame because what that means is those are two counties where an honest citizen is just a victim in waiting, and in there lies the problem. And when government knows it, that's how you know it's acceptable because the FBI should be, shouldn't have he investigated. What does Mike Madigan's son do? Ooh, he's a lobbyist. What does Dick Durbin's portly, portly wife, that Viagra Slayer, what does she do? Ooh, a lobbyist. You see, so the FBI should start investigating what we believe, what we know is political corruption, and what they believe is a business. See, we've legitimized yeah, but the FBI political corruption. We've legitimized. But what is the FBI anymore? Can well, you trust the FBI anymore? I can't. Forever bothering Italians. I can't. And no, they're not doing it. Come on, the FBI has proven themselves to be what they are—an apparatchik of the mafia. You think the mafia's three three Italian think, guys I, talking about the line? You think they're loan sharks? You think the mafia is a couple of Italian gamblers or car boosters? The mafia is the government. Look at what they do. Look at how they make their money. Look at how legal it is to be a scumbag. Completely legal. 
That's the problem, brother. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560, the answer. So a friend of mine texted me, he was listening to the show, he said, what do you know about gambling and all this? I don't know anything about it. I don't. I cannot name one Cubs player. I cannot name one Sox player. I can't name one Bulls player. I can name maybe one Bears player. Mac, that's about it. This is my sport, because this is all that matters. And we have been outsmarted, outflanked, outmaneuvered. Uh, in, the, in the Illinois race, this is a, a good one. Two scumbags running. Alexi Janulius, Broadway Bank. You remember that? You're too young for that. Broadway Bank riddled in scandal. Gangster loans, phony baloney nonsense contracts. At the time, he's the treasurer. They get caught in 2008. Their feds seize them, among other banks in Chicagoland, mafia connections. And somehow he circumvents it because he has the political clout to do it. Now he's going to be the Secretary of State, unless you vote for another dimwit named Valencia. Her husband is a lobbyist, just like Richard Irvin, his, one of his tramp ex-wives, not the tramp girlfriend that got pepper sprayed because she was causing a scene in a pot dispensary, but this one I think he actually married, or she's got a baby. I, don't, I can't decide what, what kind of scum life this guy's got. His ex-wife uh, uh, gets paid off in the law firm. I mean, this is how you get outmaneuvered, where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And before you know it, you're in a lose-lose situation. Those are the worst kind of situations because they have real ramifications. And the ramifications are, no matter which way you turn, they seem to profit from it. Because I played you clip after clip, whether it's the robbery or... New at 6, an armed robbery crew terrorizing the city's north side has struck again. Police say the suspects are responsible for three stick-ups last night alone. That same crew linked to four more robberies the night before. You can see how they're scattered in Lakeview and Wrigleyville. In each case, two or three men armed with guns, handguns, jump out of a car and demand the victim's belongings and the passcodes to their cell phones. Now, how many times have they been picked up? How many times have they been released by government? Right here in Uvalde, breakdown after breakdown after breakdown of government. What's the answer? Take away the rights of innocent people. It's the same. It's from the failure of the Democrat and Republican mafias comes their strength. The, the, the outrageousness that we are living in a society in the year 2022, when we had just all the right answers a mere 24 months ago, to the economy, to a booming, thriving quality of life. And that all of a sudden we're acting as if we have no idea. And now we have economic advisors who are children. Children telling us what the answers are when we know what the answers are. Listen, I, I know you saw uh, many people read this um, detailed list uh, from The Washington Post in which headline here, U.S. policymakers misjudged inflation threat until it was too late. I want you to listen here to the president and to the Fed chairman. This is in 2021 about the threat of inflation. Our experts believe and the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and, and are expected to be temporary. I really do not expect that we'll be in a situation where inflation rises to trouble, troubling levels. This is not a problem for this, for this time. That's the Fed chair. That's Powell. That's the president. Everybody with a brain knew what was coming. 
as you print the money? What was the number one thing we'd say on this show for a year and a month since the day I got it? The Weimar Republic. Destroy the economy. You have no idea what you're doing. First thing he gets in is cut our Achilles tendon. He stopped oil production. Severely hampered future oil production. And you want to know why we're here? California, the reason I love these clips, you deserve it. You eco-Nazi Marxist bastards in California, you deserve this. Uh, California, when you're talking about these gas prices, it's 6.15 for regular unleaded. That's the average throughout the state. And then when we're looking at the different counties, L.A., Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino, in L.A. County, it's 6.16. In Orange County, it's 6.14. Well, you've got the best environmental laws. You're the champion of it all. You're, you should shut your mouth and wear this as a ribbon. This is the, the prize you get for your policies. And the food story, disgusting and despicable, throwing out tens of millions of dollars. You can see it here just come pouring out of the box, and not just once or twice. We saw it continuously inside the dumpster, boxes of food with fresh sandwiches for the homeless inside. It's a sandwich, an apple, and water. Now, that's the... That's the you built the homeless camps. Government built those homeless camps. Government built the problem in the city of Chicago, in New York, and New Jersey. Anywhere there's a Democrat, Philadelphia, it doesn't matter. It's all the same story, different scale. Why? Because the Democrat mafia is a party of corruption, not success. They're not good at doing anything except failing and expanding power. And yet here in Chicago, who's going to, which Democrat scum will win? Alexei Janulius scumbag? or Valencia scumbag, or Pritzker scumbag, or Richard Irving scumbag Democrat running as a Republican. Which one? The problem is the the people have accepted this because you can all name the athletes on the Bulls and the Bears and the yada yada. Who gives a rip? You've given away the country willingly and ignorant through willful ignorance. That's how you gave it away. So you're going to have to get it back. You're going to have to get it back. Now, who's going to get it back? It's not going to be a Democrat. It's not going to be a Republican. Who's it going to be? This is not a matter of money. This is a matter of will. If the United States has $40 billion to send to Ukraine, we should be able to do whatever it takes to keep our children safe at home. Now, that's not a game I would play. $40 billion should have never been cut, but it should have never been cut to Ukraine. Because after all, what is Ukraine? It's not a country. It's an oligarch system. They were bombing their own people for seven years. How many Democrats or Republicans could tell you that? Where's the $40 billion? Where's the success? Where's the ghost, the, the aircraft guy? Where's the victories? Where's the money? Keeps going to line the pockets of the crook. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. You know, the one thing about L.A., kid... Can you swim, squirrel? You're a good swimmer? Did you know that um, lifeguards in L.A. found that top-paid lifeguards make $392,000 a year? (laughs) Um, Daniel Douglas, the most highly paid, he earned $510,000 to be a lifeguard in L.A. This is another sign of a collapsing society, when it's better to work for the government than be an honest man. And you heard that right. See, when you work for the government, you're not really working. And the reason they don't have answers is because they never really worked. 
You would have never heard of Deese's name. Some fungible child. He's got a beard, though, so he must be a man as he talks about what actually is happening in the economy. But the problem is, in America, this economic illiterate child who's never accomplished anything in his life is a policy decider. Look, I think that the, the, what the president has done uh, with respect to communications has been, is been to consistently uh, explain to the American people where we are and where we need to go. It's lipstick on a pig. He's done jack in his short destruction of America. He's destroyed the continuity of your life, the tranquility of the American society. And we're not impeaching him yet? Uh, how stupid do you have to be to lose your job in government? Uh, and that continues to be uh, the way that, uh, that he approaches this issue, and very much from the perspective of what it feels like to sit around a dining room table or a, a kitchen <laughs> this table. This is great. Uh, in, uh, 50 years he's never worked. He's never. What do you think goes on in Washington, D.C.? You think they do anything? They sit around, they take their sport coat off, they kick their shoes off, they hit on their secretary, and they talk about how to tinker with society. What's it done for you? What's Joe Biden ever done other than destroy the tranquility of your life economically in America? He's the reason you're here and you elected him, not to mention the foreign policy. We can get on with that. Here, here's his spokes idiot. Now, you know why she's got the job? It's like Oak Park. She didn't get the job because she's good at something. She fits a criteria. She's got the right genitalia, the right pigmentation. Uh, during his address at the Naval Academy. The president was born in 1942, graduated from the University of Delaware in 1965. In his address, he said he was appointed to the Naval Academy in 1965. Was he? Was it in 1965? So I, oh, I did not hear that part of the speech, uh, so I would have to... You're the press secretary. Your entire job, your entire existence, is to hear the speeches to represent the, the president. Caught in another, in another foible, failure, lie, and your answer is this? Okay, I did. I I missed. I no, I hear you. I hear you. I have not. I I need to read it myself. There's America. Are you stupid? Didn't you do your job? Okay, don't worry about it. Whose rights could we take away? Whose rights could we take away? Um, some lawmakers here in Washington are calling for more resources to do that. But in your district, you have an entire uh, police unit that's dedicated to the school district. Um, was the problem a lack of security? No, 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 no. The problem is guns. The problem is always somebody's freedom rather than somebody's failure. See, that's what government is about. It's about promoting the right failure and using it as a weapon in this country because that is that's his lived experience and that's the way that he approaches these economic policy questions and so he understands that right now the top uh, issue on people's minds uh, is prices prices at the uh, the gas station prices at the grocery store and he's made very clear and he's communicating very clearly that that's uh, his uh, top economic priority and that we can address this from a position of strength and that we can make this transition to stable growth without sacrifice. You know what the answer is by these morons? More printed money. And now that they've got the Federal Reserve and their profiteers from our government failure jacking up the fee for that money, that's going to be the next sales pitch. And I say tomorrow, tomorrow there will be a new spending bill. More debt for the future, more destruction, more of the exact ingredients that brought you to the rabid inflation. When do we start calling it hyper? Not yet. 
Because the reality is you're just a year and a month into this idiot's tutelage. Must we have it my way and we impeach this piece of dung tonight. Impeach Joe Biden or at least revoke your consent to be governed by this political whore. And I don't mean Kamala Harris, although it's never fit anybody better. I'll be back in 21. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.